Gen Xers survived secondhand smoke, rode bikes without helmets, played outside until dark, rode in the bed of trucks. We may have less days ahead of us, but we can make them the best days. This has turned positivity into possibility, and I'm Dane Boyle, life fitness coach, and I've been helping Jet X badasses find balance, freedom, have a healthy body, and a community they love for over 25 years. Listen in Monday through Friday. Be sure to grab your Daily Danish. It's time to turn positivity into possibility and be the Gen X badass you were born to be. Hey, it's Coach Dan, and I'm pumped up and fired up today. I'm pretty much pumped up and fired up most days, but today I'm super pumped up. Today, you're going to hear a live video, a Facebook video that my buddy Pastor John and I did Asking the question if fitness and faith and what we're calling a 90-day lease on life might be something you're interested in, something that provides actionable steps to set your soul on fire, to get you up and get you moving every day, to have focus, micro steps, ultimately, that allow you to create the life you love, to step into the person that you're meant to be, to have a little bit of fun, to have a community, to dream big, to dream often, dream out loud, to make sure the label that you've given yourself is the label that should be to make sure that you become consistent in things, to make sure that you ultimately understand who you are, what you are, and where you're going. All in actionable steps in fitness and faith. So listen in. And then if any of it resonates with you, just shoot me that DM. Just go to the show notes and click and put fitness and faith. And I'll personally reach out to you and we'll have a conversation. I'll ask what ultimately spoke to you so that we can provide something to serve you. And until then, go be amazing. You're hype, man. Hey, John, it's been a while since we've gone live on Facebook. So welcome to 2023. Yeah. Happy new year. All that good stuff. Yeah. You, you, you too. Hey, anybody out there in Facebook land, if you are joining us live, do us a favor and hit hashtag live. If you come back, hit hashtag replay. And all of this really comes about, John and I, we did a little 30-day like pilot program, right? We call it Fitness, Faith, and Freedom. Is that yeah. maybe oct October of last year, maybe? I don't know. That's right. Now we're dropping the freedom. We're going fitness and faith only. <laughs> yeah, we're going there, right? <laughs> then we hope we'll grant you freedom. Yes. But we have talked about designing a 12-week program, and your background is a pastor for 20... Eight years. years. Yeah, 28 20 years. years. I've been in some form of health, wellness, fitness, life coaching space now for 30 years, which not only means we've lived a long time. And I we're old. We're, old. we're old. We're old. Just fades are old. But instead of like digging in and taking all the content that you've had for 20 plus years, I've had for 20 plus years, I was like, why don't we go live and just see if there's interest first? Right? Absolutely. And then I asked John, and, here, and I'm going to be quiet here in a minute. I said, John, if we create a program that we tentatively were calling 90 Day Lease on Life, kind of put together in fitness and faith, what would you want people to experience? How would you want them to feel pretty much at the end of the 12 weeks? What would that look like to you? Yeah. So for me, you know, it would be, you know, what are some steps you can take, actionable tools in your belt that you'd have at the end of those 90 days? Like, uh, how do I be consistent in waking up every day and not being full of anxiety? How do I wake right. up and be consistent in working out? How do I wake up and be consistent and not procrastinating? How do I wake up and 
and live a life by design, not just by default. And what am I, what am I, what are some steps I can take that are actionable that are not, you know, even micro steps that you can take that lead to bigger changes to get the ball rolling. Cause once the ball is rolling, it tends to stay in motion, but it's sure. most people, you know, um, so it's a combination of knowledge, but also what are some actionable power steps that people can take so that they can start really living the life that God designed them to live. Um, and it's not a life uh, that is uh, enslaved and held down by insecurities right. or labels that people have given you um, or other other things that weigh us down, you know, um, our past, uh, past failures and and uh, how people just say, oh, well, you're going to fail again. You're going to fail. And how do we break some of those cycles? Uh, so that's that's part of what, you know, I hope to be able to offer to people. And I know I counsel people like that on all the time. How do I get better in my relationships? For sure. And, and really that becomes a matter of how do I get to be a better person? Because you tend to attract you. So if you're on healthy, right. <laughs> if you're unhealthy, you're going to attract unhealthy. If you're healthy, you're going to attract healthy. And so, uh, you know, how do we focus on, you know, I always tell people, and if you're in a relationship, focus on who you can change, which is you. And we all know it's hard enough to change you let alone change somebody else. But if you change you, you will fundamentally change and alter uh, the relationship. So okay. it's sort of like sort of like people get labels. You know, you get labels and people own labels. And labels typically are descriptive of our past. Right. But if you wear them long enough, they become prescriptive of your future. Right. So they not only become descriptive, but also prescriptive. And we know this. Like if you label a kid slow in school, and put them in the slow math class. Like I was put in the slow math class. There was right. the caterpillars and the rockets, and I was a caterpillar. Still waiting for my damn wings, by the way. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, if you know, if a kid knows that, man, they will, they will run. They'll see the the level of slowness. That's that right. They'll want. throttle, not throttle that. And there's just, go ahead. All kinds of studies that talk about that, and so. So how do we, you know, so part of what we'll be doing, uh, Dane, is helping people break free from some of those labels that have been change. descriptive and prescriptive and maybe giving you some new labels uh, that will help you grow and change and become all that you need to be and all that you want to be and design your life so that you are living into your life that you want to have and, and the person that you want to become. Right. And I, and I would just say to be, create the life you love. Right. And I, I, you, you read, it is prescriptive. So if you tell me I'm slow, I will work at that slow level. If you tell me I'm smart, I'm brilliant, I'm powerful, I will do my best. And I was a former special ed teacher too. Right. And so we didn't, I didn't tell the kids they were labeled as dysfunctional A, B, or C. We were going to work at their level and push them to whatever that next level was going to be. Right. So I think that as we try to wake up in the morning, like you said, micro steps, take action. So you set your soul on fire. Right. Absolutely. Right. So I know we haven't, this isn't scripted, but can you tell us, I have read some of the things you've written before about people who have routines in the morning, right. To start their day. Can you share, yeah. do you have any of those that you can share? Yeah. Off the top of your head? Like, yeah you, if you look at famous people who have definitely, uh, you know, and they're successful people, right. And they, they all have a certain routine like um, Teddy Roosevelt used to read three books a day. And people go, well, I don't have time to read a book. And I'm like, are you a president? Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> he, he read one before breakfast. You know, Oprah Winfrey, she wakes up 
And she, uh, you know, right away, she wakes up at 6.02 on the dot every day, doesn't set an alarm, wakes up, uh, she walks her dogs, uh, she exercises, she reads three truths from her truth box where she has a bunch of truths, uh, and then she exercises and it's 8.30. And so that, that the importance of that, and like, like Tony Robbins, he gets up and he has a 57 degree bathtub Right. And he jumps into that 57 to full, you know, disrobes, full body, boom, you're in there. And he says it's the worst thing that happened to him all day. And his day does nothing but get better from there. There you go. There you go. But he's completely awake at 57 degrees. But what all these people are doing is they are actually setting a framework for their day. Instead of waking up being consumed with, oh, my gosh, I've got this much to do and I've got this meeting and I've got this going on and this financial bill I got to pay and I'm overwhelmed and oh my gosh, I got all these things. They sort of take the day by the hands and say, you know what, I'm going to guide my schedule. I'm going to know that there's a great big God that can walk with me, that guide me and shepherd me and lead me. And it doesn't have to be this long drawn out prayer, but a process in which you are going through every day to, to set your framework. It's, it's sort of like uh, it's sort of like sequencing everything before you turn the engine on, before you start to live your day. Right. And now that, that 15, 20 minutes, you know, instead, what, what research shows is like 90% of people immediately when they wake up is reach for their discontentment device, yeah. their yes. discontentment device. And I call it, I call this the discontentment device because this is the thing where you go on there and you look at everybody's social media and immediately you start comparing your life to theirs. Right. And when you compare, you either feel superior or inferior. And neither of those leads to life. No. Neither of those leads. The comparison, as you know, is the, is the killer of all joy and the killer of all contentment. And so, uh, you, you know, why would you want to live someone else's life? You're not going to. You're not in the same space. And so the importance of doing something every day, like making your bed every day is a way of saying, I accomplished this and now I'm ready to do this. So for me, I don't reach my phone. I, you know, if I do, you can reach for your phone, but maybe do a devotional on it. Maybe right. there's a, there's an app called the first 15 um, and you can do 15 minutes of, of prayer. You know, you can wake up and do some fitness. You know, I know you right. design yeah, yeah. programs for people that, Hey, get up and get your body moving right away. You know, in less than 10 minutes, like literally a couple exercises just to get oxygenated, get some blood circulating to wake up and start your day with into momentum. Right. And that's why, I, as you know, I always start with a walk. I always start right. with a walk and I can use that time to prayer walk. I don't listen to music. I'm just, you know, focused on, you know, um, the birds and the bees and listening to, to God's voice. And that, and that's, that's a good time to get a lot of thoughts. I mean, some of the best thoughts I have come while I'm walking. Yeah. So, so, so those are some, you know, things that I think we can help people and it's just small changes really uh, that can lead to, to big results. Right. I say, think big, start small. And ultimately we wrap and surround you in a community of people that's going to love you, care for you, support you, want you to show up on X day at X time and be honest and vulnerable so that you can grow so that you can, you can dream so that you can do whatever it is that you are meant to be. Because we all, we all and John, this is a great story about you in the NBA. We can't all be everything we've ever dreamed of. No, no. Just in I, the my sense- mom, My mom used to always say to me, you can't be anything you want to be. Because people always say, you can be anything you want to be. Now, I can't be six foot two, okay? <laughs> right. I'm 5'11". I can't be six foot two. 
I mean, can you imagine how great I'd be at six foot five? Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I might actually be able to dunk a basketball. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to be six foot five so bad. My brother got to be six foot five. I didn't, you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, so look, my mom used to say, you can be all that God intended for you to be. And so then it becomes a matter of figuring out who who am I? Right. Um, and, and when you know who you are, you don't have to worry about who you are not. Amen. When you know who you are. And who God made you to be, boy, that is a powerful, powerful yeah, thing. And I think and you don't have to worry about who you aren't. No, I think Mark Twain said the most important days of your life are the day you're born in the day you find out why. And ultimately, that's what we want to bring people in. And I believe the enemy of great is good. So we're saying that your life doesn't have to suck to no. join us in the idea of a 90-day lease on life. But if your life is good, let's make it great. If we want to improve, no matter where you're going to improve your status physically, mentally emotionally and spiritually right yeah we're, we're gonna tune you up um you know and and if you need a complete overhaul then we're probably going to refer you to therapy but but if you want no, that's very true right yeah and everybody look everybody needs counseling at some point in their life and i'm not making fun of that because everybody goes through times in your life when you need counseling when you need someone to advocate, when you need someone, a third party to tell you how you're swimming in the river, there's nothing right, right. wrong with that. I've gotten counseling throughout my life. I've gotten coaching throughout my life. I think every coach should have a coach. Every pastor should have a pastor. 100%. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's actually good. It's how you grow. Because those are people that will, as Oscar Wilde said, a true friend stabs you in the front, right? Those I are love people that, that will... They'll, they'll tell you when you've got broccoli in your teeth. They'll tell you when your flies open. They'll tell you spiritually, hey, this is an area like just having someone in your life, Dane, that can ask you this question or answer this question, actually. What's it like to live on the other side of me? <laughs> What's it like to live on the other side of me? And then you shut up and listen to listen. what they said. I asked a friend of mine who I, whom I love and trust and who knows me the other day, what's it like to live on the other side of me? You know what she said? What's that? You talk, you talk too much. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. And I said, uh, yeah, that's well, true. Well, and, and her perspective is that it is. And I, I've been told that too, or I send too many texts or whatever, but it's because I'm passionate, fired up, fueled up. And at the end of the day, we'll just know that when it comes to you, we won't talk quite as much, right? Which which is fine. And I may, and I I've also and I talked to um, one of my really good friends the other day, and both said I often am blessed that people will call me, text me, message me, and they say I just want to hear your voice because there's passion, excitement about life. Right. It doesn't mean that life is perfect. And we'll talk about that in the 90 days, right? Nobody said it's perfect. You know, whether you step in dog crap or you spill your coffee or your kids are being crappy or your boss craps on you, whatever. But it's right. how you react to those moments that are right. the most important. Yeah, let me quote a little Mike Tyson. It's always okay. good when we, can quote, when we can quote Mike Tyson. <laughs> right? You know, because you don't really, most people don't go, oh, let me quote Mike Tyson. But he actually has a really great quote. He says, you know, Everybody has a plan. Everybody has a plan in life. But what do you do when life punches you in the face? What do you do when life punches you in the face? And guess what? Everybody gets punched in the face. Exactly. This is why I think we do what we do, why you coach it and why the student needs to learn it. Because right. life is easy to live when life is good. But when love and faith and spirituality and your physical fitness and your mental fitness need to come to light is when you get punched in the, in the nose. 
Right. So I always say a crisis doesn't build foundation, crisis reveals foundation. And you shouldn't waste a crisis. But the time to build the, the tornado shelter is not when the siren's going off. Right. The time to build the shelter is before that. And so really what this 90-day lease on life could do is, is to help you look at your foundation and recognize that everybody builds a house, everybody builds a life with every decision you make, with everything you do, financially, spiritually, emotionally, sexually, you're building a life. And, and understanding that that life is going to come up, the big bad wolf's going to blow on everybody's house. Right. It doesn't matter how good of a little piggy you are, he's going to blow in your house. <laughs> and he's going to find out, you're going to find out when the when it's raining, if you built your roof right. You're going right. to find out when life punches you in the face, if it's strong enough to hold up to the big bad wolf. Because the big bad wolf's going to come for everybody. It's just a matter of when. And there's no, there's no one, no one can build a crisis-free life. And so really what we're going to coach people to do is, how do I build up strength? Not to eliminate stress in life, but how do I build up strength to overcome and to deal with the stress in life? Right. I mean, people have a whole weird model on dealing with stress. Like, I just want to get rid of stress. And Calvin, take me away. Remember that commercial? Yeah, you know, I do. Like, I do. You know, and, and Corona did it too. Like, want to get away? You know, the right. Southwest Airlines want to get away. And, you know, Corona throws the guy, throw, you know, throwing his discontentment device into the ocean, right? Right, right. And, and it's a whole thing like eliminate stress, eliminate stress. But the reality is most of us cannot throw our cell phones into the ocean. Okay. Right. If we want to continue to work, that just doesn't really happen. It doesn't work. Right. Um, and so those, we just think, well, if I just have a vacation or if I just get away, no, 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 no. You've got to build up the inside of yourself because the stresses are always going to be there. So how do I build a foundation of my life so that I can handle what life is going to throw at me? Yeah, no, exactly. And so we, we just, here's what we we're going to kind of wrap it up. What we're asking today, if you listened and anything resonated with you, Come and join us. We're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to laugh. We're going to be a little bit oh, yeah. silly. We don't have to be all serious. Oh my God, you got to wake up at 6 a.m. You got to go into your 57 degree ice bath. You got, you know, you're. we're going to give advice. We're going to hear what you have done that's been successful to share with the community. At the end of the day, we're going to take 90 days. Well, definitely have fun because you're very inappropriate for a fitness instructor. Very inappropriate. <laughs> and you're very inappropriate for a pastor. He uses a lot of F, a lot of F words like fit and faith and fun, fantastic, fun. freedom, forgiveness. That's the real F word, isn't it? Right. <laughs> yeah, that is. But if you want to laugh, if you want to join something that literally has never been taught before by two silly guys in their 50s, come join us. It's 90-day lease on life. And ultimately, I'm going to ask you, what's the best that can happen when you say yes to your fitness? That's a great question. What's the best thing that that can happen? That's right. That's the question to focus on. What's the best thing that can happen? Look, if any of this interests you, share it. Comment below or just give us a thumbs up and I'll personally or one of us will reach out to you. We'll continue the process, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. when, when I click stop here in a minute, John and I'll be in the green room. We like to say we have a green room. We really don't. <laughs> I have a taupe room. That's the color of my wall. Um, and we'll talk about where we're going to come back live because we really, really, John, this is on my heart for 2023. Absolutely. We're ready, ready to go. Ready to rock and roll and go. Go be amazing, John. Have a great day. Hey, 90 day lease on life. It's waiting for you. Go be amazing. If you're listening to this message, you just grabbed your daily Danish. And for that, I want to say gracias de todo corazón.
thank you from the bottom of my heart. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Danish. And if you did, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Please share today's Daily Danish with three Gen X badasses in your life. Hey, be sure to connect with me, Dane Boyle, at Dane Boyle Coaching. And let me know your thoughts on today's Daily Danish. One last thing before I say adios. Tell those you love you love them and never assume they know. Go.